It's a good show. Beyond Yacht Rock, Yatter and Yacht, Volume 69. We're calling this episode Noise. 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 But we're not doing anything special otherwise. We've already done. Yeah, we are. We've already celebrated. Listen to this song. And now you know why we're so... Oh, this is nice. We, we sound mellow. Um, Tim O'Connell wrote this in at Tim O'Connell 42. Can we get the Yatsky score? And I really don't know anymore. From Christopher Cross. Debut. It features a background vocals from Michael McDonald. Oh, fuck me. And the crunchy guitar What's solo happening? from Larry Carlton. I think it should make a, a nice addition to the boat. Sounds like an overweight. I think we just took the train through Europe. That was yeah. like Dracula and Giorgio Moroder meeting a leprechaun. And a, a real fat fucker at that. Listen, if any of you wanted to go travel backpack through Europe while you were in college, just listen to that and say you did. I heard every act. Um, my favorite part of that was how much JD was entertaining the hell out of himself. Well, how bad it was. I uh, certainly didn't think I was any rich little. <laughs> uh, do we want to introduce ourselves? I'm JD. I'm Rizzo. Hollywood Steve. I'm, I'm Dave. I'm Hunter. Okay. Those are our voices. Remember them, Hunter. What's going on here with this Christopher Let's see, I, wrote, I wrote something. I wrote, Christopher is such a gentle breeze on the often hot days and nights of Yacht Rock. Am I right, fellas? Yes, Agreed. Uh, I think this has an appropriate amount of twists and turns for my taste. Uh, it may not be super high. Here's a great twist and turn right here. Yeah. Um, it may not be super high, but if well, this isn't Yacht Rock, I don't know what is. Well, that chorus right there is super yachty. Special fella singing background vocals for Christopher Cross there. It's a little special uh, shadow, a vocal shadow that we often hear. Well, that's what that Irish Dr Italian Dracula said. <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned that. Oh, Man, this is Larry Carlton, too. Oh, this solo is hot. <clears throat> um, Carlton fucking brings it. So I wrote some positives besides the one uh, mentioned previously. Uh, our Lenny Castro on percu percussion. Mm. I think he really holds the, the choruses together, the chori. Uh, and while Omardian uses that regular piano, like a good percussion instrument on this song, um, it, it, he doesn't take anything away. I want to mention Rob Marrer on synth. From, uh... Well, no. Northern Exposure? Yeah. I don't... See, J.D., you get me. Yeah. Uh, I think he does a good job keeping everything together on this song. Like Rob Morrow and Northern yeah. Exposure did in that crazy town. Yeah, Dr. Joel Flashman. Sometimes yeah. it took an outsider to make them really take a look at themselves. Well, M Rob Morrow was, uh... He wrote a lot of Christopher Cross's stuff, and he, he really only worked with Christopher Cross. I remember... I, I thought I remembered him on something else, and then I remembered the reason why we last mentioned him is because he was killed in a hit-and-run accident in 2016. Ooh. Oh. And he doesn't get mentioned enough, and he was also left out of the Grammys in memoriam. Oh, what a, what a uh, dicks over there. Well, yeah. to, to be fair, the 2016 Grammy in memoriam, that was 
That was tough. That Jam, was a jam-packed. significant competition to get included in that group. Well, our mentions are going to have to be good enough at this point. Christopher Cross mentions this guy a lot in his uh, excellent Beyond. No, we're Beyond. No, this the is inside. Beyond. <laughs> They're Inside. Inside Music Cast podcast. Uh, you should check it out. It's an interview from 2009. So he was still happy about his friend Rob. That was kind of his partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great interview. A lot of great stories. And he was one. He would have been the guy that the uh, Yacht Rock Review would have uh, wanted kicked out of the band if he was going to be their back. Oh, the sh- yeah. yeah, those fuckers, man. So to such disgusting people. Lovely gentlemen, disgusting <laughs> business souls. Yeah. yeah. Um, the bass is really funky on this, more so than most Yacht Rock. This is so nice. Yeah, he, well, it has a kind of a disco thing on it yeah. at a time. Yeah, the boom, 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 boom. You know that one. <laughs> yeah. um, there it is, right there. I can, you know, I can go. I could put it on the edge of essential myself at ninety. I can give this a ninety. I don't think it's that high. Um, I'd go eighty-four on this. Kind of swerves all over the place. Where it's yacht, it's really yacht. But where it isn't, it doesn't do much for me. Like this chorus, total yacht. Mm-hmm. The chorus is essential yacht. Rest of the song pulls it down a little bit. This has a this has a certain movement to it that I I really like. Christopher Cross can really change things up and still be yacht. Yeah, one of the great singer songwriters of the yacht rock genre. <laughs> Steve, do you have anything to say about singer songwriters? He's not a singer-songwriter proper. I mean, he's a, he's not, a singer-songwriter like, in that he's a singer and a songwriter, right. but he's not of the musical genre singer-songwriter, no. which puts a lot of emphasis on the uh, the lyrics, the lyricsmanship so, of like, the, like a of Kenny Loggins. songwriting. One of his big influences is Joni Mitchell. I know a lot about him now. He mm. also admires Don Henley's songwriting, and Don Henley huh. had a reputation for being well-read. I think Don Henley may have been on this album. There were some, there were some, I know there was at least some minor eagles on this. Like the guys who may not get mentioned, like J.D. Souther or something like that. Timothy B. Schmidt. Probably. I know there was a little. He's the obvious one. Christopher Cross was being torn between two worlds at this time, really. I'd love to see that story. And he's way better at this one. Steve, did you give a number? Not yet. I'm debating whether to make it essential. And the more I hear it, the first time I listened to it, when I said, I don't know how high this is, it was like, it was that hot open. It kind of confused me. But when you balance it out with this. Yeah, with with McDonald and actually that guitar solo, I'm going to go up to 87. (laughs) And it has such a good twist and turn. I'm going to put it at 92. Ooh. So it's, good. It's hot cross, man. It's a hot cross bun. Hot cross fun. Yeah. Uh, the crossfire is burning hot. Yeah, it is. <sighs> you I mean, you haven't given a number yet, have you? I haven't. I I wanted to give it an eighty-nine, which I'll, you should. I'm gonna give it an eighty-nine, and it gets an eighty-nine point five. Here's an important one to do. This is actually, this one, I don't know why I threw this one in. Maybe she wrote a nice email. This is via Facebook Messenger. It's Chrissy Durden. She wrote this in Hollow Oats, She's Gone. 
You think that's like JD's alter ego? (laughs) (laughs) She can do a real good Irish accent, that's for sure. Um, All right. Is that Paul Lind? (laughs) So, well, when I wrote on this, I I guess I I should have broke it down a little bit more, but I I just went right for the jugular on this. I just basically said this is not Yacht Rock. Um, But I'd I'd argue that this is pretty proto. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. so if I so to say it's not Yacht Rock, I'd say for one it's from 1973, um, and you might think two is personnel, but they did have Ralph McDonald on percussion, and he's uh, he's been on percussion before, um, but at that time it didn't matter, and uh, they didn't they didn't break him in on this one. They didn't just say, "Hey you, <laughs> can you play percussion?" Yeah, this wasn't his first rodeo. Well, gosh, I haven't done it before, Mister, but I'll try it now. <laughs> I mean that would be that'd be a great story. Yeah. Um, and uh, jaws drop to the floor <laughs> as soon as he sits behind the kit and does a little bit of a whoa. Yeah. It, this is this is just plainly Philly soul, yeah. which is done really Although, well by yeah. young white Hall and Oates. No, yeah. uh, I will say as far as some of the percussion, the woodblock in there, that is Daryl Hall playing that. Thank you for the fun fact. You're welcome. Where'd wow. you get that fun fact from? I watched a lot of these videos today. I love this song. So he's playing woodblock in the, in the video. video. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. It's a live yeah. video. <laughs> what can't that guy do? Have you guys seen the... the uh, Dave believes everything the... he sees on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Let me tell you about who did 9-11. Yeah. Uh, have you seen this Alex Jones guy? He has got a lot of ideas. Um, have you Actually, the video for this that they play as a video, whenever they would show it as a music video, it was actually just a one-off they did. But it's the two of them sitting like on a talk show set. Yeah, we, I think we t- briefly mentioned this before. Oh, it's so good. Is that they, they wanted to be the anti-videos? Yeah, well, they uh, some teen TV show said, come in and lip sync to your song. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. So they sent in this live like that they could show of them doing mm-hmm. it. And it's just like Daryl's sitting in a black robe and women's platform shoes. And Oates is in a tuxedo shirt without sleeves, like a, you know, like a badass <laughs> yeah. at prom. And they just kind of sit there. And uh, a lady in a red dress keeps walking by. I think it's uh, Sarah, probably. Um, And then a guy in a double suit's kind of chasing her around. (laughs) And then when it's time to play the guitar solo, they put this tuxedo jacket on, but the sleeves are three feet too long. So he's playing the, like, pantomiming. It's it's a real think piece. Hmm. I'll, I'll check that out. You know, in in the meaning of life, when they're like, fishy fish, where is the fish? And it's real weird. It's kind of like that. Wonderful. Does anybody else want to say anything about this? This isn't Yacht Rock. No, yeah, everything you said, I I concur. I mean, Uh, they came out in 73, became a single in 74. They re-released it after the popularity of Sarah Smile. And it's, I think it went from number 60 to number 7. In 75, I in think. In 76. They, was it 76? It was re-released on Atlantic. And that was that was about the time that, like, Lou Rawls then covered it, and then, like, Tavares covered it. And they could, and you wouldn't know that it was a Hall & Oates song, because yeah. this is just a straight-up good Philly soul song. Yeah. And I think a, a lot of people get confused about Hall & Oates, because... They were sort of rockers who... They're undoubtedly smooth. Mm-hmm. They're smooth, and they did... What they merged with a black music, yeah. necessi- with you know, 
um, which you know, Yacht Rock had more jazz. I would say more of a jazzy influence than. But this is, but they're so influenced by Philly Soul that they're not that far away. So they they either kind of do something that's so Philly Soul, or they do something so prog rocky, and they don't they don't often find that mix. Yeah, there, there might be another reason people confuse them uh, with Yacht Rock. Also. So they were in a, they were in an internet yeah. series. They, they, yeah, we we put them in the internet series, yeah. but um, if you watch, people, if you pay attention, yeah, the bad guys aren't yacht rock. Yeah, um, I didn't even realize that at the time myself. We didn't yeah. really make it super I don't, clear. I don't know if we did. Really? Either. I'm not sure if I knew that. No, I knew that. What? Yeah. Well, just yeah, stab the. I mean, we all know Jimmy Buffett wasn't yacht rock. Forty-two. I was. Uh, I was at forty-five. Well, I think we we didn't. We, did, we couldn't define Yacht Rock what it was, but they were the antithesis of Loggins and McDonald's. Yes, yes. They so, were, because they weren't adherent to a scene. That's definitely the thought I had, yeah. that they flopped around in different styles, yeah. even at the time when they came out with their rock album. Yeah, and we talked about ledge. how they, 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 and they also, like, were were rock stars. Yeah, yeah. And they were, they were comfortable they were cool, with that. Yeah. <laughs> cool and tough. Street toughs. Numbers. Uh, 43. I said 45. I'm going to stick with it. Um, yeah, I, I'll give this a 41. Uh, 42.75. That is Nyat Yacht Rock. All right. This one's written in by uh, Patrick Collegy at Hand Globs. He's the guy who does Yacht on Yacht.com, of oh. course. And so he gets to ask dumb questions. Uh, he says, can you hashtag Yacht or Yacht Gino the manager? It's too early, it's hauling oats, and it has a bounce with too much boogie in it. But uh, I think it's probably Yacht, but there was an episode of the show, Yacht Rock, named after it, so it merits clarification. Okay, you're right. I just want to Patrick, no, I want to clarify question. something. Yeah? There are no dumb questions, only dumb people. Yeah, and this isn't one of them. Yeah. Um... Again, this is a, named a bad guy, yeah. which mm. this one just happened to work out. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Gene Balboa happened to be Gino. I love this song. That's why it's it's a glam song. I, this is glam rock. No, this is frog rock. Oh, this starts exactly like the uh, Sailor song, "Taste Glass of Champagne," with a harpsichord. And I mean, you look at the album cover, and they've got their they're all glammed up with their makeup on. I think this was their attempt at at glam. Is this a Rundgren album? No, but you can hear it on this. I think Rundgren only really did the really early stuff. But they they picked up on his style. Yeah, but I mean, Rundgren and Rundgren, Rundgren and Hall and Oates are, the, are pretty much the guys who did the Philly soul version of their, of what you would say yacht rock, where they are in Philadelphia. Um, but they all they did the same thing. Whereas like they were either super Philly soul. Or they were super prog rock, and then and then eventually they became really new wave in the '80s, and you can kind of hear it in this. Um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like when you get into new wave pop, there's all these kind of weird angles, and that's kind of what you're hearing, right? Like, especially when Oates would write songs, he would he would put all these weird angles in the melodies, and it it made it it made this very smooth transition to their new wave phase later on because he could already do that. I love this album. This album has Camellia, Sarah Smile, Alone Too Long. Yeah, so oh, this is when oh, they... This album's good. This is when they re-released She's And Yuri on the Mountain? On oh, We on the Mountain? Oh, I don't even know what that... I don't even remember that song. What is the so, title? So this is uh, uh, 1975. 
Um, this was two years from She's Gone. Um, and also, it's a year from Yacht Rock, officially. Uh, and yeah, I mentioned all the sounds that you can hear. Yeah, um, this, there, is, this part's real proggy. And there's no, there's no personnel on this one. Um, yeah. This is very Todd Rundgren-y. Yeah. Um, I assume that he did this he produce is, this one, but he This didn't. is about a 33 for me. Yeah, I was about to give it a 35, yeah. I love this song, though. Arr, I love it. What a wonderful... My favorite part of that, uh, of making that episode was when uh, Dan Satchoff just improved a last name and called himself Gino Balzarelli. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then that. he and then he looked and said, "Does he have a last name?" And somebody said, "He does now." <laughs> um, I'm giving it a 29. You want to give a number, Steve? 32. 32. Uh, 32.25. I gotta unzip my pants a little bit for this one to make room to the raging boner I'm getting every time I hear this song. Hey, let me uh, let me help you with that boner. Thank you. Well, right, oh, you can't now because we've got a bigger table. <laughs> I'm quite comfortable at our new podcasting table or our current podcasting table. Yeah, I wish you guys in uh, podcast land could see this new table we got here. Too big for the grudge. <laughs> Somebody want to take a step back and take a picture? We'll post it on social media. Yeah, I didn't write anything for uh, this song till the end. I'll take care of it. This one's written in by Flipper Anderson at Manitowket. Manitowket. This is Lionel Richie running with the night. Uh, Flipper Anderson, he didn't give us an, uh, any money for Patreon, I don't believe, but I'll give him a nickname. Anyways, it's Baby. Flipper Baby Anderson? There's only a couple of Flipper Baby. Okay. He writes, Lukather outro for the ages. Essential? Is, didn't he just take his name from the wide receiver? I don't know. Anderson? Probably. He used to play with the Rams? Doesn't matter. Nicknames now, baby. It was too bad nobody heard uh, Dave laugh at that, uh, at that brain candy reference because he was taking a picture that's now going to be on social media. It was only a couple of flipper babies. <clears throat> okay, so now this is, uh, this is on the proper... Oh, so this is this this to me is the proper sound of that yacht rock '80s yeah. thing that like not like uh, not like the guys from the '70s who were just kind of like trying to get through the '80s. This is somebody who's like I'm picking it up in the '80s, and this is what I'm going to make it sound like. I don't know how how high this is. This, well, this album can't slow down. This is. I don't think I've ever made out to it, but I, every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, man, oh, this I could, would be an amazing I album really to make out to. I French a lady to this. Yeah, so everybody out there who has uh, Can't Slow Down, put it on uh, right now. Frenchin'. Make out with somebody and let me know how it goes. Well, it did... <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go well for me. Finger banging with it didn't go well for so. me. I'll say that. Oh. <laughs> so this is uh, this is from 1983's "Can't Can't Slow Down." Uh, I figured this would have Toto all over just by listening to it. It sounds like it. Well, it's 83, and it sounds like post thriller. Yeah, like let's get mm-hmm. Toto on all of, all of our albums. Um, but it just has Lukather, which we just heard, and and Jeff Picaro on drums. And I'm guessing it's the Lynn. Um, it's it's written by uh, Lionel Richie and uh, Cynthia Weil. 
Wheels. Vile. 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 Um, I've seen Greg Fillengains get credit, but I I went and referenced my my copy of this album, and he's not on it. Uh, Paulino da Costa, of course, is on percussion, and Michael Boddicker is on synth and vocoder. Um, and here's a fun one. On the uh, on the backgrounds, uh, one of the ba- many backgrounds is the repeat offender himself, Richard Marks. That uh, guy gets it. Yeah, yeah I Fire wonder, keeper. I, I think this is the song that Steve Lukather tells a story about where he walked in the session and was like, let me warm up for a second and just like noodle to the song. And he's like, okay, let's do one for real. And Lionel's like, you just did it. <laughs> that's the that's it. Go home. The great Lukather. Um... Why wouldn't you let him do it again just to see what he's going to come up with when he's not warming yeah, you're up? You're in a hurry. You're alone, Richie. you got a party to get to. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Um, you're running with the night, Steve. Yeah. All night guy's long. Guy's got to drive to night. drive up the coast. I mean, I gave all night long an essential score, but I don't. I think that's yachtier than this. But same reasons you gave. Like, this mm-hmm. is like what Yacht Rock was yeah, starting this to become. Is, I, I don't know if this would be essential for me, but it is... Mid to high 80s. I don't think it's essential. I don't even think it's that high. But I think what would be quintessential 80s Yacht Rock is this. Like, even more than, like, Heart to Heart, maybe my favorite Yacht Rock song, is from this era. But that doesn't sound like an 80s song. It sounds like a mature Yacht Rock, like Mm -hmm. a mature Yacht Rock song that went through the 70s. I'm going to do that solo. I'm going to rate this. I'm going to rate this for the year 83. Hmm. I'm an 86. Man, he's going nuts. I'm giving this a 79. Actually, I'll give it an 80 for the 80s. I can go. I can bump it up one. I'm gonna go a little bit lower than you guys. I'm gonna put it at uh, 74. Nothing wrong with that number. 80.75. Real quick, you know what Luther's doing here? He's he's going. Fuck you, Eddie Van Halen. I should have had that a, solo on Beat It. I yeah, did all the fucking riffing. You're right. You're right. That just hit me as you're bu- as yeah. right as you're about to say that. <laughs> I'm like, wait, this kind of sounds like. Sounds oh, wait, he didn't do that. That was Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, he did. But he didn't do the solo. You're going to get all your basics and beyond at MacWeldon.com. Oh, guys, I got some of these. I've got them on right now. Oh, yeah? My, what, do you, what do you have on? Uh, Mac Weldon uh, Boxers, the silver line. Ooh. They are antimicrobial, super easy to order. They showed up in just a couple days. I've had these things on for five days, and they still don't stink. It's incredible. I ordered some clothes from MacWeld, and they f- they make my body feel and look sexy. Yeah. A lot of people look at me in my MacWeld t-shirt, and they say, have you lost weight? And I go, nope, I'm fatter than I've ever been. I'm just wearing fashionable clothing from MacWeldon.com. And I ordered it on my phone. Done. I'm handsomer. I got a hoodie. My wife said it's the highest quality hoodie she has ever seen. Hmm. And now she wears it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ordered I ordered some boxer briefs because I wanted a hybrid of a brief and a boxer, which I hear is all the rage these days. And uh, you know what? Do you know how hard it is to ma- to find something that actually fits my skinny butt? It's really hard, and these fit perfectly. 
So now I can go on a date, and if I ever take my pants off in front of a lady again, my butt will look really good. Yeah. They have a pair on there. I'm wearing them now. Don't know if you guys can see them. The pattern looks exactly like the background to uh, the Motley Crue album cover, Dr. Feel Good. No other underwear brand can claim that. I can guarantee that Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. Even if you're wearing Mack Weldon, some new Mack Weldon is going to be even better. That's exactly what happened. I had some old Mack Weldons. Now I got the new ones. I won't take them off. It's premium. It is premium. Well, here's what you can do. Mack Weldon was nice enough to, to let us wear their underwear. Um, for 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter a promo code, Steve. Yacht. At checkout. No, he's not supposed to just say it. He's supposed to sell, uh, spell it. Yeah, I'm selling it. <laughs> Everyone, Yacht is spelled Y-A-C-H-T. Yacht. My daughter's favorite teacher just left her preschool and left us like a goodbye note. Oh, really great working with, you know, working with you guys. Really love your daughter. Really great watching her grow, blah, blah, blah. And then she left a card inside. Hmm. Says, uh, it says uh, her name, babysitter, and her phone number. So I, what happened, if she had, like, emailed me, I would have lost the email. If she had written her number in the card, I would have thrown it away. But she gave me a business card, so I put it on my refrigerator. And I'm going to call her next time I need a babysitter. And you know where she got those business cards, because I asked her. I was mm-hmm. like, well, business cards, where'd you get Where'd those? she get those? Vista print. No shit. You guys know about Vista print, don't you, Steve? Why, yeah, I do. It's it's that company that prints business cards. Your next big opportunity is coming right now, and all it takes to feel like you're ready to own that now is $10. That's a low price to have the confidence that you're always ready to make an impression or get seen in a new way. A custom card with the colors, fonts, designs, and images you choose. Vista print. Means you can look and feel like a big deal, whether you're a startup or a business with a century of history. And it doesn't have to be hard. That's exactly right, Steve. With Vistaprint. With Vistaprint, you can create a truly professional, unique card in minutes. You upload your own design or start one. Uh, start with your own professionally designed options. Vistaprint offers simple tools and a wide range of templates to choose from. You can pick the paper stock, you can pick the style, and you can pick the quantity. You choose your delivery speed. Now, who offers that? Your own delivery speed? Only Vistaprint. And receive your card in as few as three days. Vistaprint uses only carefully selected inks and responsibly sourced sourced paper stocks. This is vegan paper, guys. Dozens of designs that are just right for your business. Add your logo and contact information with just a few clicks. And you know you can use it on all your marketing going forward. Your satisfaction is 100 and, well, wait, 100, I'll just say 100, I don't want to guarantee anything more than 100% guaranteed, or they'll make it right either by reprinting your order or offering a refund. Vistaprint. Vistaprint wants you to do something great for your business right now. Right which is, now. Which is why our listeners get $500. $500 off their order? No, oh. let, let me let me finish. 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. What's that? $9.99. Say it again. $9.99. Use code YACHT. Say it one more time. YACHT at Vistaprint.com. That's code YACHT. Say it again. At Vistaprint.com. $9.99. YACHT. 
at vistaprint.com. Y-A-C-H-T yacht. Uh, this one's written in by Hartford Yacht Goats at Goats Yacht DJ. Uh, when the feeling comes around, great tune by Jennifer Warren's. Right time period has a somewhat yachty feel. The personnel is all soft rock players, though. That's a no-no. But still wondering if it can bounce its way onto the boat. Hashtag yacht on yacht. Uh, so Hartford Yacht Goats, they do a yachtski approved all cassette yacht rock DJ night. <laughs> I think in Connecticut. Uh, so something tells me that they just spent a little too much on this album when they went tape shopping, and they need a they need an excuse to use it. I'm done there. Um, <laughs> they're also a great Instagram follow. <laughs> they're because like they have like Nielsen Pearson tapes. Yeah, those are crazy to see. Those are they make tapes. Yeah, they make tapes of all this music too. Hartford Goat and whatever. Yacht Rock was kind of in the sweet spot for tapes. Yeah. Yeah, kind of was. Eight tracks, too. Like you can get regular cassettes, and you can probably get a bunch of eight tracks. I feel like eight tracks kind of died, like, in the kind of in the middle, or, like, right before. Like, you probably can't get... Yeah. Mid- well, actually, I think you can get... Uh, I had an 80... Can't slow down on eight tracks. I had an 81 uh, Renault Alliance, and it had an eight track player in it. So I know by 81. And we just did some research for this. Eight tracks started in the mid-60s. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, so this song, what do you guys think of this, oh, this song? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I dug up a little info on it. This is, uh, this is from 1979. It's from an album called Shot Through the Heart. Uh, it's got, <laughs> you know, like Bon Jovi. No, I'm, I'm going to come back to that. I, I missed that before. I'll come back to that when you're done. Okay. Uh, the, there's session work by Andrew Gold of Thank You for Being a Friend fame. And uh, there's only there's only one definite yacht name that I found. There's a Buzz... We, is his name Feetin or Fightin? Buzz and Feetin. Okay, we, we Buzz Feetin on guitar. I forgot. It's been a while. And he's one of those guys who are kind of like shows up with some other yacht rockers. Yeah, like Bob Glob. Uncle. Uh, Uncle. This this uh, this album also has a song co-written by Kerry Charter. Charter. Chater. Essential Kerry Chater. <laughs> oh boy, we got to re-rate some of these. Uh, oh, this one, this good song, song though. This song is by a guy named Rick Cunha, I think is how you pronounce it, who mostly played with country artists when he wasn't working with Jennifer Warren. Uh, I think he's working with the country artist here. Continue. <laughs> fun fact: Rick also wrote a song called "Yo-Yo Man," which was adopted by Tom Smothers as his "Yo-Yo Man" character's theme song. Huh. That might be Rick Cunha's uh, finest hour. Might be the highlight of his career. Not sure. I feel like some of our guys, some of our session guys played for the Smothers Brothers. I forgot the stories, though. Like Pacaro, Jeff Pacaro might have. Probably like his da- dad. Or like yeah. their age or their dads or I something. Think so. I bet you the wrecking but, crew like they, did The that. Smothers Brothers had everybody. Like, their writers were insanely talented. And Super Dave. I know Super yeah, Dave was and one of them. And Steve Martin was one. Uh, I th- I wrote I think this would pair well with America. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a uh, something because the country kind of sucks right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is really the the guitar and the fact that this is whiter than fresh snow, <laughs> and that's before the steel drums. Yeah. Somehow that makes it even whiter. I uh, I went down a bit of a general Jennifer Warren's rabbit hole this afternoon uh, because like on YouTube I like to listen to the songs on YouTube so I can see what they look like. Um, but I started looking at her other song titles and they were all like shot through the heart. 
uh, Just Breathe was the name of one of them. Love Hurts. And it was just like a list of somebody else's karaoke playlist. <laughs> <laughs> all totally different songs, yeah. too, right? Yeah, and they're all terrible. Um, what did I write? I, I, I was curious, but I, I think it sounds like a cross between Joni Mitchell and, as Hunter said, America, if it were played by your kind of cool camp counselor that may have worked at the camp just a little too long and wasn't really cool anymore, but was still hanging on to their country Christian roots. Aging hippie. Yeah. Um, 28. Yeah, man, we yeah, twenty five. I was gonna give it. I'm glad everybody's on the same page. Yeah. We're so good. I'm now. consistently three higher than you on a few of these. It's probably usually what I do. It's like I'll hear go- what you do and go lower just to be sweet. I'll go higher with. It. I'll go thirty eight. You guys actually only have one song that's not three points away, <laughs> and it's two. <laughs> today, today, forever. today, so far. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> We need to class. This could. This might have been a wacky coconut. If there is, if if it was called, if when, it was, it had anything wacky. When, about when, it. when the feeling comes around, parentheses, a coconut falls on your head. Yeah. Um. Okay. So use me instead of I. I'm gonna use me feeling good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You did a little bit of that. You know. You know took it to the next level. Uh, I'll, I'll give this a 19. 27.5. Uh, written in by at Salmon Knife. This is Pure Prairie League with Let Me Love You Tonight. He writes, uh, don't know if this is a yacht pocket, but got some David Sanborn giving some sultry licks on this track. Makes me think these guys might set sail up to the masters. Appreciate you guys. Hashtag Yacht and Yacht. You know, I didn't listen to the, I, I didn't read his comment before listening to this song. And the only thing I, I really thought about it was, the yacht is sexy. <laughs> the sax is yachty. Yeah. Not the yacht is sexy. <laughs> I know what you meant. The sax is yachty. Um, yeah. Yeah, now it makes sense. But nothing else is. Okay, anyways, continue. So, uh, yeah, Pure Prairie League was one of those 70s bands that lived at the intersection of country rock and soft rock. So the pedigree here is not promising. But it's still, it's still an interesting one to consider. It, it brings up several issues. It's definitely uh, it's, on a lot of playlists and yeah. things. Yeah, so. it's, it's worth noting that's that none the largest of, issue. None of the original <laughs> members of Pure Prairie League are still in the band at the, at the point they did this. Wait, so this isn't Pure Prairie League. This is Second Rate Prairie League. This is Pure Gilly League. This is, I believe. This is Pure Prairie yeah. League Mark Two. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they, the song has kind of a yachty bounce and. Yacht Rock doesn't usually work best with sultry sax in it, but I think in this it kind of serves to add a little more of the the jazzy vibe that true yacht actually requires. And a lot of the country-ishness really comes from those Eaglesy harmonies for me. Yeah, I hear a lot of eagles on this. Definitely. This is what are the drums doing? I, I don't hate the drums. Well, they fit with what this is. And I don't think this gets on the boat for me. Yeah, that's a close one. It is. I'll give you a little more. Uh, I'll give you a little okay. more information. Uh, there's, let's see. Uh, this was their only top ten hit. Their other big song was called Amy, which is pure country rock. Uh, this hit number one on the adult contemporary chart. You assume it was being played on the radio next to a bunch of yacht rock. Lead singer here is Vince Gill, who'd go on to become a successful 
a country star in the post-Garth Brooks 90s. One of the better ones, actually. Yeah, from uh, Mustang, Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken. Is he Mr. Amy Grant, or is she married? Yes. Yes, yes. yes. okay. So he, he that, that's his connection. So he married a, an occasional yacht rocker. Uh, he also wrote the majority of the songs on this album, which is called Firing Up. It was his first uh, career breakthrough. I really uh, like the cover of this album. It's the one with the old prospector having uh, having some beans by himself. Well, I think that yeah, very beans. very misleading. I think that <laughs> I think that character is kind of like on all their album covers or most oh, yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. And here he's all by himself. It looks like his, maybe it's his last night. Maybe he's gonna kill himself. Anyway, I'm sorry. Hey, there's there's a very very tenuous connection to yacht rock. There's no real personnel on this track, but the song was co-written by the band's guitarist Jeff Wilson, with the rhythm section of a minor country rock group from like a decade earlier called Feather, whose lineup included keyboardist Johnny Townsend, later of the Southern Yacht Stalwarts, the Sanford Townsend Band. Okay. Not enough for me, but I, I want to put this on the boat. But the, I really? think those, I think mm-hmm. those this is an eagle song I, with sax. Here's, here's my question, though. It, just in general, is there room on the boat for songs that have an audible country influence? Yeah, like I, I think about a song like "You Can Do Magic" by America, which we did not put on the boat, and I think, wow, that has a lot of the. It's 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 compositionally where it kind of falls short. But it has so much of the feel. Other other than that, it yeah. just doesn't have the the, the jazziness. It also it. has personnel on it, it's but that one has the it has that annoying acoustic guitar. Yeah, yeah. that you can't escape. This one doesn't have this. But this one lyrics. doesn't have any twist. This doesn't have anything to it. The drum beat's interesting though. The drum beat's shuffling a little bit. I don't hate the drum beat. And and so that's why I can give this like a forty nine. I could just put it at the edge. Like if 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 they weren't doing these Eagles harmonies in the in the thing, like I put. Lesser yachty sounding songs in the fifties. You know why I don't mind the drum beat is because it's fine for this song, and this song isn't yacht rock, and that's not a yacht rock drum beat. At times it get, is when it's riding. Yeah, when it's riding little, that thing. That that symbol. It's got that, a little the, shuffle. The ride symbol. The, yeah. um, uh, Forty. And um, Vince Gill was not born in Mustang, Oklahoma. It's Norman, Oklahoma. Which is a good 30 miles away. I apologize. Oh, I thought he was born in Vince, Oklahoma, right near <laughs> Gill, Oklahoma. Um, like Conway Twitty. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Uh, numbers. Steve, do you have a number? I'm also going to give it a 49. I'm going to give it a 38. <clears throat> and that is a 44. Nope. All right. It's time for our new segment called Seriously Nyati, where we uh, just give some yacht numbers to some songs that the Sirius XM Yacht Rock radio station plays that are definitely not yacht rock. And one of the one of the th- reasons I want to do this is because a lot of times people like nutty, uh, not perfectly wonderful fans of ours that are really into stats will like listen for a few hours and like average the scores mm-hmm. and like they can only do the ones we've yaskied already and the scores always come up oh yeah I was like 60 so maybe it's an excusable playlist that's just because we haven't yachted enough of the songs right so we need to get in there and shit on them and shit on them mm-hmm. and get those averages down because this is not a good station um <laughs> well I'll say I'll say this about Little River Band 
Um, oh, you didn't? Oh, oh yeah. So the first one, Little River Band, yeah. Cool Change, which a lot of people have been asking about lately. So we didn't. Yeah, I think it's very close. If, 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 if it's not there, it's, it's pretty damn close. It takes a minute to pick up, and then it's not so bad. I will say this. Uh, so for Pure Prairie League, I believe this is the one where Terrence Boylan's brother, John Boylan, produced them. Produced Little River Band, yeah. yeah, and so he kind of, he kind of, their, their sound kind of changed. But I, <clears throat> I'll have to start since we aren't going to be doing uh, many of our main shows anymore. I have a lot of bone throws uh, to start throwing onto these lists. Um, I think the lead singer Glenn Chirac, he's got a great, uh, and Dave, you can look this up because I know you like visual aids. He's got a great yacht rock looking album that I bought that I think might have some stuff on it. So uh, I'll bring that up. But this, at this time, close. I'm not sure. This is so ballady, guys. I don't know what you're thinking. Close. I mean, I was listening. I was I was waiting for it to pick up because I'd never really heard this song too much before. Uh, so you, it's a ballad. It's a piano ballad that then goes into like a country song that's even more Eaglesy than the last song that you guys were so well. No, we rated it sort of highly, but I don't know. It doesn't work for me. It's very slow. And how do you spell Chirac? I don't know. Is it like Jacques Chirac? Then like it'd be Black Jacques no, 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 Chirac. No, no. That, that little like dude that was S H O R R O C K or something okay. like that. I give this a uh, twenty-five. Just look up lead singer of Little River Band, dickhead, named Glenn. Nineteen, nineteen. This is a this is a proto power ballad. Ooh. It's definitely it's too ballady. Yeah. I'll yeah. put it real close though. I'll give it a forty-eight. That's insane. I mean, this insane. is a uh, twenty-seven, twenty, twenty-three. 23. Crazy Steve Huey. <laughs> my my Yasky numbers are crazy. all over the map. I'm crazy. Everything <laughs> must go. When, yeah, you're going to be selling furniture on Labor Day real soon. Well, when you, you're going to have to wait a year. When you listen to this, if this song wasn't as ballady and, and it was sped up a little bit, had a little bit more to it, it's it's got some it's got some good stuff. You can say that about any ballad. <laughs> you know? Anyway, yeah, I like the harmonies it. and I like the uh, some stuff. So I'm gonna give this one a 32, 30.5. That is yacht yacht rock. Bread, baby, I'm gonna want you from oh, 1972. It makes absolutely no sense as yacht rock whatsoever. This I remember pioneering soft rock. It's just yeah. soft, not yeah. yacht rock. That's the soft rock. When when you guys were doing those talking heads on the VH1 shows that they did mm-hmm. and they did this most soft sensational soft rock songs yeah um yeah that was our debut on vh1 yeah and you um you had said something to me about this that they were including songs based on what they had video footage of yeah 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 this song is fucking garbage yeah well it's a very beautiful song for, for yacht for yacht yeah this is this goes on the garbage scow i mean it's early it's acoustically guitar driven no personnel out of the scene there's, a, there's strings. There wasn't a, even a scene yet to speak of, yeah, really. It's, it's only soft, not smooth. It's softness yeah, is this, harsh um, and abrasive. 12 for me. Uh, this is getting an angry score for me of a 8. I'm angry about What'd this What did you just one. give it, Dave? I gave it a 12. 12. Get bread off your goddamn Yaw Rock list, you idiot. I'm going to give it a 16. What is wrong with you people? I'll give it a 25 just for impact and influence. Yeah, if you're looking to digitally penetrate your date, this is a good song for that. Maybe open some wine, do a little back rub. Yacht Rock, no. 
If you're a if you're a if you're a necrophiliac, <laughs> don't judge his dates. You don't know me. Okay, uh, we got we got a number. It's fifteen point two five. Too high. It is not. Um, I know. Um, retard is a very bad word to use to generalize the dis- mentally handy- mentally disabled community. You know, there is there's one person in this whole world who is a retard. It's different. And it's the person who put Devil Woman by Cliff Richard on any Yacht Rock playlist, let alone a big major corporate one. Well, this was the this wasn't this the This one's actually not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Last one was worse. Wow. Kind of did a 180 on that one. Was it, was I like it, this song. Wasn't this a the conversational 180 there from Mr. Rizzo? Wasn't this the influence of of the first yacht rock, um, Wicked Woman, Cool Crimson Wind? This is the kind of shit Michael McDonald would have been writing if it weren't for Kenny Loggins' influence. Uh, it's just a rock and roll song. It's a nice classic rock song. I do love this song a lot. It's so yeah, far it's from a really yacht good rock. Song. Um, Wicked Woman, <laughs> you got a cool spell on me. Cliff Richard has, uh, there's a, he has like a later soft rock hit that's a softer soft rock hit. It's called We Don't Talk Anymore. I think we may have done it. I can't remember for sure, but uh, that one's closer than this one, I think, if I remember so right. So what's this Wait, one, what, Steve? What's, this, this, this is from 76, so at least it's sort of in the era. So Yeah. I, I nine. <laughs> uh, see, this one's essential to me. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fucking terrible. Uh, I'll give this one uh, 15. I got to give it more than that. I actually, I give it 19. You're spinning like a top. I'm over spinning there. like a top. I'm not quite sure what to do because it's such a, it's a, it's a, it's a classic rock song for sure. But there is some bouncing, a little bit. I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna give it a versus. 20. I'll give it a 30. I mean, you don't need to keep digging holes, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for for being such a uh, lock, wicked woman, cool crimson mistress influence, it's got a twenty-one. That is Miat Yacht Rock. Orleans Dance with Me, nineteen seventy-five. Oh, just, we we the other two big Orleans hits not too long ago, and we we didn't do this one because it was obviously not. Yeah, it's a beautiful the, song. How the other no, ones do? Let me see. Uh, we put one of them on the boat. It was not still the one. It was um, Love Takes Ooh. Time. Was that what it was called? I'm looking it up here. Um, this is actually... Uh, Love Takes Time is on the boat. Reach and Still the One is not on the boat, and this is going to join those songs on the duck. This is the song that like really made it difficult for Orleans to get on the boat. Is this type of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had yeah, to get this over is, this, this shit. This is super strummy. You had to forget this shit existed. Yeah. And all I can hear is that old Taco Bell commercial when I hear this song. Yo quiero uh, Taco uh, Bell? Sour cream. I want to top your taco. Can't you? You 40-year-olds know what I'm talking about. Is that? What? You guys are all too old or too young. But when I was I, watching TV. <laughs> I think you may have dreamt that. No, I Taco Bell. Wait, what are I they going to do with that? Sour your cream. Taco? I want to top your top, top your taco. Okay. It might have also been a 
Well, like a, like a, one of those uh, taco shell companies. Uh, this was a dumb sex thing that you invented when you were a teenager. Yeah, I'm pretty top, sure. Topping the taco <laughs> with, your, with your sour cream. Somebody's going to back me up because it's real. Some other 40-year-old. Um, I kind of get it, though. <laughs> no. 17. Uh, 20. Ooh. Ew. Ugh. I'm giving this a, a 10. 22. Does 10 mean you're angry or it has to be below 10? Below 10. I'm not quite angry. They're on the boat eventually. Is that a harmonica? Yeah. Hmm. You can get angry. You hate harmonicas. Yeah, you know, I decided I, I got two harmonicas for a rap gift from the same movie from two different people. So I figured the next time I have an international flight, I'm going to learn how to play it. <laughs> um, Twelve. You going to France, too? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, this has got the exact same number as that bread song, 15.25. That's Dobie Gray, Drift Away, It's About Water. Hmm. I, 1973. I, I hate this song, and I, I'm not just talking about for the boat. Like I really just hate this song. I can't hear this song without thinking of the Mr. Show sketch about rap the musical, <laughs> where they where they you know they do a bunch of Broadway style numbers about rap without doing any actual rapping. <laughs> this is a song where they sing about rock and roll without doing any actual rocking and rolling. Yeah. In. Well, most songs about rock and roll, at least rock and roll history, aren't very rock and roll. Mm-hmm. It's, songs like this that drive me crazy about the, the it, it serious forces, stations. Yeah, it forces the. Yeah, this is a clip. Yeah. But you, if yeah, you're searching you, for a genre, you start, you start to hear songs like this and the bread, and and they, and then it just becomes a totally different thing. It's yeah. it's not at all. It's nothing. It's not yacht rock at all. What are you no. people doing over there? This is your uh, this is your uh, wildfire and your. Oh uh, my just... god. Chop my cock! Just chop my cock off. What's weird is why make a fucking soup out of it and what? put it on your Soul Town station. Oh, my cock Soul is Town. a soup. Is as Soul a song? Is this is a yacht rock song? Two. Right. Put me down for a two. And you said we weren't going to do anything to commemorate episode sixty-nine. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to give it a two. This is this is what I don't understand. So you know when they put that like they put that bread song. They put like a strummy fucking song. How why would they pick this song? Yeah, like this isn't even soft rock to me. This no, is it's called shit. Drift Away, and it's, it's about, about the Beach Boys. Boat. Oh, is it? Are they yeah, the give me the Beach Boys. Or give me the Beat Boys. What is it? It's what give me the Beat Boys. Oh, either way, I am out. Give me the beach. three. Give me the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of those callouts, you know. Well, name dropping, <laughs> like the way people uh, name drop T Rex in a bunch of songs. Yeah, some guy making forty thousand dollars a year working for Sirius in New York City. Their boss comes by, Scooter. <laughs> we need songs for the Yacht Rock Channel. Do they call him Schooner because everybody there has boat names? Hey, boat Schooner, names. now your name's Schooner. Go find us boat songs. Okay, drift, uh, water, uh, sail, uh, all these songs. Beach Boys. All these songs. Put all these on. Oh, these are great, Scooter. You get a promotion. You make $42,000 a year now. Congratulations. And, and, you know, they're kind of really stretched to make this about water, drifting in water. Yeah. Okay. I. Uh, there it is. Piece of shit. 
Why, why would anybody clap with this? They're already fucking asleep. <laughs> I'm, see, I'm not as angry as you guys. I'm, I'm giving it an 11. Um, only because it has some soul in it. I'm more angry about the stuff that is completely soulless. Mother Teresa over here. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Teresa. Um, but, uh, but it has a 4.5. <laughs> nope. Oh, here's another one that's making me kind of mad. No. A ride, Captain Ride by Blue's no. Image. Look great for Marina Rock. We, yeah, we put this in the Marina Rock episode. This is only in nothing, garbage genres. Nothing in the Marina Rock episode is Yacht Rock. FYI. I like this song. Yeah, yeah it's so good. not a yacht rock. It's 1970. Yeah, it's about about a bunch of dudes without shirts on getting on a boat in San Francisco and sailing north together. They used recording tape made out of turds. It yeah. sounds terrible. There's nothing elite, smooth or anything. There's not about a lot this. of wipe, not a lot to wipe with uh, no. on that not, boat it's, ride. It's not really even so, like if you're going to use yacht rock as a as a term that's interchangeable with soft rock. This doesn't really qualify. It just mentions boats. Yeah. Yeah. It mentions boats. So, Scooter, good job. That's yeah. why we put it in Marina Rock, because Marina Rock is the repository mm-hmm. for all these 70s AM gold songs that happen to mention, like, one or two boat references. Yeah, like Jimmy Buffett. Mm. No, that's not Marina Rock. <laughs> this has a video that you can see on YouTube, and it's very awkward. A video from yeah. 1970. You can only imagine how wrong they get it, but it's fun to watch. <sighs> I'm still is not it bouncing. Is there anything yachty about it? I'm still not angry. I'm, but I, um, Joey Lala's in this, and he he knows how to play some percussion. I like that. That's important. I'm gonna give this a twenty, twenty-one. I was I was thinking eighteen in my head. I'm gonna stay with that. Yeah, it's so far out of the air. Fuck it, nine. Fuck these people. What are they? they? Don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Fourteen. Uh, let's keep in mind we are trying to bring their average down. Uh, 15, <laughs> 15.5. All right, let's get on. Let's move on. That is Niat Yacht. With our day. Well, I feel purged. I feel like my, yeah. I got everything out and I can have a lovely day now. And I hope. Made a big old pot of cock soup. <laughs> oh, you folks at home, sit back, eat your JD cock soup. You know what I was thinking? Wait. Finish your thought. <laughs> and have a great day. Okay. You know, I was thinking if somebody ever makes a Yacht Rock movie, it should be called a Running with the Night. Just like that Lionel Richie. So like a movie with a Yacht Rock vibe? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they're like they're like detectives. Oh, yeah. And they live on a houseboat? Yeah. yeah. Jewel thieves. No. We'll go back to the original yeah. pitch. Their no, that wasn't Bobbins the original pitch at all. That was a year into it. Yeah, it was something Hunter and I came up with called Steal Away. That was a year into it. I still have the original emails. Running with the Knights. Send your Yacht or Yacht questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock, hashtag Yacht or Yacht. Or go movie to, ideas. Go to yachtornyacht.com and look at the Yasky scale. Thanks to Patrickology at Handglobs. Find certified Yacht Spotify playlist by following J.D. Riznar on Spotify. It's archived by Samuel J. Hill at Show the Voice. There's another guy, I already thanked him, I think. Ed, Ed Hookslide23, what a, what a guy. He keeps track of what the garbage series is doing. The playlist is archived on YouTube by Matt Bird. Follow him on at Wingnoid for updates. All you Google Play fans will find everything you need there. Follow me on Yacht Rock on Instagram, like Yacht Rock on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes. Go to yachtrockandyacht.com for useful experience. The theme and bumpers by Ocean City Defender up there in Thunder Bay. Thanks to producer Matt Brousseau. All right, got it. Running with the night. 
the sequel to Running Scared. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Gregory, Gregory Hines is not doing much, is he? <laughs> I haven't. He hasn't done anything for a while. I bet he's ready to work. Uh, Billy Crystal, he lost a beat. Michael McDonald did not, though. No. <clears throat> Sure.